Why should we be sincerely curious about our audience's wants and needs? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur, and my name is Tracy Brinkman. Well, welcome back to your weekly dose of productivity and copywriting learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or a business owner or hoping to be one soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Another big interview episode today. Today, Andreas Roaro shares his awesome tips on copywriting and what two skills that we as entrepreneurs need to master to level up our game. Plus, I'm going to let you in on next episode, our next interview episode's guest who's on a mission and he's documenting it to become a billionaire. As per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing. G-O-L-D spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, all right, my Dark Horse friends and family. Today's guest is Andreas Roaro, and his copy has earned millions of dollars in revenue for his clients. Andreas quit college in order to make money online, and like most of us Dark Horse entrepreneurs, People thought he was a little crazy, and yeah, he failed over several years, but eventually he beat those odds, and he proved it could be done. Where Andreas lives in an environment he is in is extremely weird, to be fair. Now, when Andreas found some success, he found himself extremely unhappy and even angry, but he used his own persuasion skills to reprogram his subconscious mind, and out of all of his achievements, he lists that. As his favorite one. All right, Andreas, I will just want to take a second and welcome you to the show. And uh, and how are you doing today? Very good, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to, you were able to come on here. And I, I literally just want to you know uh, step back from the microphone, like I told you, and let you tell your story of uh, you know coming up to uh, doing what you're doing today and why you love doing it so much. I started uh, my first business around college. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it it didn't go well, and but eventually I I decided to give it another go. You know, uh, some people ask me like, how did you got started in all all the internet marketing things? And I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines that I googled like uh, something around how to start a business and like travel right. and, and meet chicks or, or, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, eventually started doing like an online business. Uh, I, I tried uh, several like things and I came to the realization that the most important thing in, if you want to like any type of business, the most important thing that you can learn is how to persuade people to, to buy. Uh, but if you're going to do that online, you have to learn uh, copywriting. So that's how, how I got started in copywriting. Uh, because I realized like, well, like the most, the, the best businesses, the business, the best business owners that know how to 
make money online. They know copywriting. Mm-hmm. They, sometimes they don't know how to run Facebook ads or they don't know how to, I don't know, like do the 75 aut- automations you need to do in email marketing. But what they do know is how to persuade people with, uh, with words and in, in online that's, that's with copywriting. So I didn't go into copywriting like, yeah, that's like uh, my passion. I want to do that. I, I was like, okay, like, uh, that's something that I recommend to to people is that if you want to learn a business, you have to learn the skills behind that business. And sometimes those skills, like people are always like, oh, learn, like go and follow your passion and all that. And I'm all for that. But uh, sometimes you have to learn the the skills that, that are important. And for example, if you want to be a, an NBA player, you need to learn how to train. And training might not be the sexiest part of being a basketball player, uh, but you have to do it. Like uh, it's not like all games and winning the NBA championship. Like no, it's it's also like the part of training and, and all that. And copywriting, I, I discovered was a fundamental skill if you want to make it online. So I decided to learn it and, and see. I was out of ideas after trying many. I was like, well, I'm gonna learn this skill and maybe later I'll I'll come back to starting a, a business and that's actually a way that many online marketers start like they learn copywriting and they they do other things many people don't know this but for example Evan Bacon Russell Bronson for example they they actually did this uh, Todd Brown for example and, and many others right so that's what I started to do and yeah uh, eventually uh, more opportunities open but that's uh, what uh, what happened in my path Nice. Now, um, I know you said it wasn't like, oh, I'm passionate about copywriting skills, but you you realized there was a a magic in that persuasion of good copywriting skills and you went out and kind of learned it. How would you suggest others who were wanting to do the same thing? What kind of things could they embark upon to get better at uh, at their copywriting? Well, to get better at copywriting, um, you need to learn uh, three three skills basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so one is like to get good at writing and expressing yourself, and uh, in copywriting specifically. But I think in most writing, like many people, is like, oh, what's a good writer? And they think back to college and, right. and a lot of things. Is like, no, no, no. Like the most important thing is like uh, people understand you and that you have actually a fluent way of of ex- expressing yourself in. In writing, right? Uh, for example, the other day I went to a forum and, and said, like, uh, I, I forgot how 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 this translates in in English, but you know, like uh, the the coma, and that's like there's a dot with a coma as well, right? Oh, the semicolon. Mm-hmm. Sem- semicolon, exactly. And I said to people that don't use the sem- semicolon. Like, uh, it's 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 not like most people don't understand. Like, why is it there? And you don't want your readers thinking like, why is it there? Another thing is that everything that you can express with a set semicolon is like most likely you can actually take it out like, and, and do it in two sentences or two or three sentences. And most people like will understand it better. And people were like, oh no, the grammar. And like people started to attack me and all that. But it's like, I don't know, like you have to understand that you're not trying to, to win like a, uh, uh, the best grade in, in college. You are actually writing for people to understand you. So, mm-hmm. uh, so for example, a lot of things I say to writers, like, why do you write like in paragraphs that are four sentences long? Like most people have pauses when they they speak 
and actually in their paragraphs, it, if you were to like transcribe it, there, there would be like like one sentence, two sentences, like not not that not that such big chunks. So that's one writing well. Um, sorry that I'm taking so long to answer this question. No, that's okay. You're doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing, uh, it's you have to understand persuasion really well, like uh, what makes people tick and and be a good, yes, they're very good in persuasion. And, and as I said, like even if you don't like intend to use copywriting in your life, I'm pretty sure that if you have like some like good professional goal, like persuasion is so important persuasion and influence like uh like you don't have to learn copywriting to succeed at life uh you have to learn copywriting if you want to have like an online business but mm -hmm. but if you want to succeed at life like for example you might be like a, a i don't know like sports agent and yeah you're gonna have to be really good at influence and persuasion to the, like sign players and like make teams like thank them or whatever like whatever like uh like professional goal you have, like influence and persuasion are really, really important. I would agree. Definitely huge factors. Yeah. And, and people hate that, right? Like, uh, <laughs> but, like it's, it's important. Like you have to learn that and, uh, and there's a way to do it like without being an asshole. <laughs> That's, <also important. laughs> That's a very and, important point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also important to know, like there's a way to do it, like with being an asshole. And there are people that like achieve greatness by mm. being, assholes and uh but yeah like sometimes like that's why it, it gets a bad rep but you also have to know that you don't have to do that exactly like you I, I say to people you can have the power of influence and be like a gandhi or mandela or you can be like hitler and uh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh so, so yeah the, so that's the second and the third one it's like be and, and this has to also do with uh, influence and persuasion. But most people say think that influence and persuasion is just about like saying the words that people want to hear, and like and, and you're like magical, and you're like I don't know, like Professor X in X Men, and you're like do what I say you want to do, and people do it because <laughs> you're so good. And actually, uh, in sales, for example. Um, if you want to be a really good salesman, you have to be really good at listening. Uh, so in copywriting, you don't have the opportunity to listen to people. Well, you can actually do it like for, for research, but uh, so the most important, like most important part in persuasion is knowing what people want to hear. So you have to do a lot of research. And uh, so for a copywriter, like they, they think like, like how's your day and that I start the day and I just start writing and like amazing sales letters come out of my like imagination and it's like no like uh, I I actually research a lot like I spend more time researching than writing so um, so the the quality it's not research per se I would say like just be like really curious like uh, that's 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 gonna take you far in life as well like uh even if you're not a copywriter, like, uh, like being interested in like why things work and uh, something that I, I realized like in the people that I enjoy the most hanging around, like to hang around is that they're, they're not married to any idea and the most like intelligent people I can think about, they have, they can balance two opposing ideas in their head and like find 
like the the balance that works for them and understand that like that balance does not apply to to everyone else and the best example i can give is like i don't know like you can hear the discussion it's like oh you have to learn how to work smart and you can work very few hours if you learn how to work smart and there's other people that go like oh you have to work 14 hours a day and work hard and hustle and all that and it's like and what's the answer like the answer is like have those two opposing ideas like juggle them in your head and find what works for you and you're actually going to find like most of the time you don't have to go to any extreme like uh the four hour work week like most people don't want that but they are perfectly fine with a four hour work day so like yeah like balance and and do what works for you so you now listening to-, to the dark horse entrepreneur podcast I feel like your little piece you put in there about being very curious and, and not being married to a specific idea that certainly, uh, I think a lot of folks can get into, um, a rabbit hole and be stuck on an idea that, you know, maybe it's time was great when they first had it, but it has gone by and there are better, faster, stronger ways to do this or do that or, you know, execute something, um, more efficiently. Yeah. I, there's, uh, a phrase that says something, I, let me see if I can remember it, but it says, yesterday's epiphany is today's crutch. Ah, I like that one. I haven't heard that one. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's really true. Like what got you to where you are today, like uh, it's not necessarily what's going to get you to where you want to be tomorrow. And uh, like, it's very important to like analyze your life and see, like, oh, maybe it's time to drop some ideas. And, and maybe there are really good ideas that got you like really far uh, in life, uh, but you, you have to drop it if you want to go to the next level. And that's not only like in business or whatever, like even in happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life in general. I think that's one of the cool things about um, if you have a very curious personality, like you were, you were mentioning that you may have a good idea, but if you continue your search via curiosity you might find that that one thing that takes your idea to the next level or maybe even enhances it and you're like oh my gosh if i if i combine these two things now it becomes magic so you could even say yeah yeah uh like even in things like for example there's uh this really smart consultant business guru uh, jay abraham i'm pretty sure like most people know it yes uh, <laughs> uh, but like I, I just clarify for the people that don't, right? Mm-hmm. And Jay, for example, says like sometimes I look at businesses that do like X and find the ways they do things so I can apply that to businesses that do Y and or A or whatever. Like they are completely different, uh, like different industries or niches or whatever. Right. But you can feel like take those lessons and and you can do that like in many, many, many paths in life like not not in all of them of course like uh but you can learn a lot from from other areas or whatever and uh yeah like i absolutely yeah absolutely i i yeah you can learn so many cool ways to do things i know uh uh, many many moons ago in the i was in the deep in the logistics arena of things and we had an opportunity to go uh, visit uh, the Disney World facilities, the behind-the-scenes logistics, and you know, it's like a city, of course, um, and just seeing the ways they were doing some things. I came back with all these ideas. I was working at Coca-Cola at the time to uh, to take a couple of things I saw and uh, 
enhance how we were doing things at our facilities. And it was, it was magic because I was like, Oh wow, it's just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like from Disney, you can learn so much. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that actually goes to, you know, um, learning from those that are, uh, ahead of you, right? So I, I guess in your case, in the, in the copywriting world, learning from folks like the, you know, the Russell Brunsons and, and, and so forth of the world that are, uh, that are, you know, light years ahead of where I am for certainly I could learn uh, many, many things from them. Um, learning from uh, a coach, right? Or going out into a mastermind and absorbing some of that new information to improve your ideas. That's like so true. Like, uh, yeah, like for example, I think it's good to know like who has a life that I want to have, or and go and learn from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also like to have, like for example, I want to learn from Russell Brunson, but I also want to learn, like for example, best practices of uh, that local businesses have. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you enrich your like thoughts and 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 whatever, and you can have like breakthrough ideas. And and actually, incorporating this is extremely important because. In, uh, copywriters have this uh, what they call the research phase and for example in research you're trying to learn a lot about the avatar but also about the market and and for example it's very important in in a in a world where where everybody has like uh, like it's trying to get your attention you have to have a unique idea in order to get people's attention so you have to know the market and what kind of kind of ideas have people said before so you can come up with a new one and how do you come up with new ideas? Like by exposing yourself to as much ideas as possible and like closing yourself to, oh, like I sell internet marketing. I'm just exposing myself to internet marketing. It's like, no, you can find the ideas like in, in whatever, right? So, right. yeah, and that's actually, and that can help you also to justify like watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone, you just got everyone's attention right there by saying, okay, now I can justify sitting down there and binging Netflix or, or Amazon Prime or whatever. That's a, that's a good one right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, like be intentional about it. It's like if you should be like working, like, of course, don't be watching Netflix. But I, I also, for example, don't like like this like this this course that people go like it's like oh like if you want to be an entrepreneur you never open like netflix again you never like watch ah. again. <laughs> i was actually um um i forget how i stumbled across it but i stumbled across a um an article that was saying you know like the top 12 movies that entrepreneurs actually should watch and there i mean there were some of the obvious ones in there you know like uh you know wall street and and ones like that you're like okay i i get that but there were some other ones that uh, that were a little different some of them were a little more indie and off off the mainstream but uh you know as i read through um, the bio for the movie it was like okay well now it makes sense why you would want to learn these facets whether the facets it's where, you know, entrepreneurship or being a leader or, you know, public speaking or, you know, uh, financial analysis, each one of these different movies that they served up kind of uh, rotated around uh, that arena. Uh, one of them that w- really caught me off guard was the uh, Catch Me If You Can. Okay. That was the, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio, where he played, uh, he portrayed the life of that uh uh, that, that forger, right? And, uh, you know, the, through his career, but the, the whole, 
the whole reason that they suggested that entrepreneurs watch that movie because it was all about uh, using what he had at uh, at his at his fingertips you know using the resources you have to make good and to advance yourself and that that enables you to get more resources to advance yourself to get more resources to advance yourself I'm like right, I get it I've seen the movie and I actually enjoyed it but I never looked at it from that angle now the next time I watch it I will be looking at it from that angle interesting <laughs> right. Um, so one of the one of the things I wanted to ask you about is uh, um, in the intro, you actually uh, called out that it was weird for you to succeed in the online world in your environment. That you actually used a phrase. It was extremely weird to be fair. Um, why why was it so weird for you to uh, you know uh, be successful in the online world? Of course, like ninety percent. Uh, 80-90% of success has to do with uh, with your your mindset and your limiting beliefs. And Great. in my environment, especially like, uh, so for example, like today you can find more, but I started back like eight years ago. Uh, it's not compared to some people, like it's not a lot, but compared to many, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. and eight years ago, like, I think no one was talking about online business and online marketing, like in, at least in my city, like, uh, of course in the internet, like that was, that was happening. And, but yeah, like for example, me dropping out of college to start an online business, that was weird, 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 weird for most people. And, mm -hmm. uh, of course that's not like a justification or anything, but it obviously affected my mind or at, or, I think it's better to say I let it affect my mind, mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, like uh, that's like that's why it was weird. Uh, I, I probably like if if I like started again or like or something, I would have done more to set boundaries about like what people like not listen to many people that I shouldn't have, um, and listen more to the people that were in this world. Uh, but yeah, it can it like it got lonely and uh, it and me trying to do this like it, it was like yeah it was weird and really weird <laughs> how um how would you say you kind of navigated that uh, that loneliness and actually at what you're describing to me is kind of that dark horse persona in other words you're out there on your own no one is expecting you to win and you believe you can i mean how did you navigate that uh, now i see why dark horse <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay well, I think it's very important to know, like, sometimes we get lost in feelings and thoughts. Um, and it's very important to know, like, how real are they? So, for example, a lot of people are afraid of things that are not, you should not justify being afraid of those. Uh, you feel them and you think those, but uh, it's very different to, like, like I, I, I meditate a lot and I started doing that like two years ago. I, I used to think meditation was like for the weird and for the woo-woo. And, uh, <laughs> and I love this one because when I say people, like I meditate, a lot of people are like, they understand why I do it. But it's like, oh, I could never do it because I just start meditating. I start to think a lot. And it's like, dude, that happens to everyone that starts to meditate. Like <laughs> you're not special. Uh, uh, but they believe that they are the only ones that have a mind that kind of shut up. And, and the reason why meditation is important is because it, it helps you and it's not the only way to do it, but there's a reason why every day most, more and more and more people get into the bandwagon and like more CEOs, like more athletes even. Like uh, 
I started to see like some NFL teams start to hire meditation coach. So take note, like there's a reason why. Mm -hmm. um, what meditation gives you is like, you can look at like, for example, the feelings, the thoughts, and just like choose like, yeah, I have that thought, but I, there's no reason why I have to engage it in or, or I have that feeling. I, there's no reason like why I should like go down that path. And I, I like, for example, if you get angry, like it's okay to be angry, but you can be at peace being angry. And that's very different like from like just feeling anger and let anger take over you or just observing anger. And I know that's like weird, but until you start to practice it, like it's, uh, it starts to make more sense. I actually, I, I totally get where you're coming from on that. Uh, so, okay. But of course I didn't know how to do that back then. <laughs> um, but where I'm going with this is that back then I used to believe that, I don't know, like, oh, like, like I used to believe my thoughts and emotion a lot. Something very cool is that you actually learn that's not like, those, those are not real dangers. Those are not real. Like, uh, I, I mean, people have a, disproportionate way of, of thinking like things like for example for for men uh like uh well heterosexual men like go and talking to to a girl like can be frightening mm -hmm. uh, because we think like like whatever like but you go and do it and you realize it's not the end of the world like for example public speaking is is like they, they categorize public speaking as one of the fears that are the highest like close to the fear of death mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's very, very, very weird because if you are honest about it, the worst that can happen is that you go out to the, the stage and you like do it and people hate you. Well, not hate you, but they don't understand you and, and they, no one pens, pays attention to you and you like suck. But that's the worst. Like you're not going to die. <laughs> right. What I can say, like looking back is back, th back then I used to believe that those fears and those like doubts and were very, very real. And going through them, I realized that, yeah, nothing happens. Today, like, uh, I'm even better at dealing with that because I can learn. Like, back then, I let them absorb me and, and I just push through them by just patience. Like, uh, like, ser like, seriously, a lot of people don't understand, like, it's going to be okay. Like, you start a business, you're broke. Seriously, trust you're going to be okay. Like, mm -hmm. more than likely, you're not going to, like, die of hunger because of your business. I think it's going to get hard. Uh, but, but if you just give it time, like things are gonna like figure themselves out. But if you also learn meditation, you you also uh, or learn how to observe your thoughts and process your feelings and all these things, you can actually like be at peace in the storm, and and that's a very powerful like uh, tool because you can. What I'm trying to say in a way is like you can go through the storm and freak out and understand that the the storm is gonna pass, but you're not going to enjoy the fact that you freaked out in the storm uh, or you can actually learn these skills to control your emotions and all that and be in the storm and not freak out. And either way, the storm is going to pass, but at least in one way you are at peace in the storm. I, I get you on that one. I've been on, um, unfortunately, both sides of that emotional fence where you're, you're in the heat of the battle and you're all worked up and uh, you know, the battle is over and you're still all worked up where I've been in those ones where you're, you're in the heat of the battle, but you're like, okay, I'm going to get through this. Let me just, let me deal with my feelings, but continue on at the same time. And then when everything's over with, you're like, phew, all right, that wasn't, that was bad, but here I am. I'm okay now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's funny because they say like, uh, like for example, if there's like an antelope and there's a lion and the lion wants to eat, eat the, the antelope, the antelope runs away. And, uh, yeah, it was stressful. Uh, he like, but, but he managed to get away. He's not going to be like three days from that experience. Like, Oh, remember that time the lion went after me? It's like, only humans do that. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I, I get it. That's awesome. Now, I, I know one of the things you've been doing in, in copywriting, I think there's been a lot of freelancing in your world, and you actually mentioned you were looking at creating a, a publishing business. What's kind, of, uh, what's kind of led you down that path? Well, uh, it's funny because like, eventually things started to line up with what I thought like many, many years ago. Like, uh, yeah, what I, want, I wanted to do like was learn copywriting just for the sake of learning a skill because back then I was in a point where I was not like ready to to just do what I wanted to do. Like uh, for some reason, uh, I, I just said, well, at least I'm going to learn a skill. Even if I'm completely honest, I didn't even know if I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I knew that if I learned copywriting, I was going to open a lot of uh, professional opportunities in my life. Like Either that's like a business or I can could work with amazing internet marketers or whatever. So yeah, like, uh, and that's something that I sometimes, uh, I do not say the same advice to all people because people require different advice depending on who they are. Mm -hmm. But for some people are like, oh, I want to like start a business, but I am not sure what and whatever. It's like, well, why don't you get a job in sales? And if you get a job in sales and, and you really crush it, like you can become a, sales manager and from there like actually the career in sales is the one that has the straight the most straightforward line to become a ceo but uh if you for example after a while like you decide to start a business you're at least going to start it with the skill of knowing how to sell yeah like if you're not completely sure what you're gonna do like, at least learn a valuable skill yeah uh, absolutely so back then i was like well i want to learn copywriting and maybe one day i i am going down the path of starting my own business or, and, and, or whatever. And yeah, like I'm in that point right now where uh, I have started to like create my own products uh, in some niches and yeah, experimenting with not only having the income of being a, a copywriting or marketing consultant, I also start to go and start my own business. And, and that's very cool to do it from this point because back then it, I had a lot of uncertainty uh, and a skill for any entrepreneur is like knowing how to be at peace with uncertainty, but there's a point where too much uncertainty is not good. Like you need a healthy dose of like, I don't know, like knowing, for example, like, I don't know, like you're in the dark, but at least uh, you know how to start a fire or whatever. <laughs> uh, pretty much a feeling like that. And, and right now I'm in that position like, yeah, like, from my experience of working with a lot of clients, I know I can sell stuff and, and it's easier to also get into partnerships. Like for example, I have a, a, a partner that he's really good at like traffic and all that. The reason why he wants to work with me as a partner is because I have a skill like before, like who would want to work with a kid that doesn't know anything about business. You're now listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. So uh, I wanted to move on and see, um, pick your brain for a top tip that you would pass on to the entrepreneurs listening. 
tip, piece of advice, say someone's getting ready to jump out on their own and you're like, oh, dude, before you do that, know this. Or if you're already doing it, know this. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I t- it took me a while to think about it, but yeah, sure. now I have it. So the two, I say learn, like these are not easy skills to learn. Um, they're if you understand that you have to learn them eventually, like if you really want to be successful as an entrepreneur, um, uh, even as an employee, uh, as a person, like the two ones, like uh, that I would say are the most important are productivity. Everyone, everyone, everyone could benefit from learning that. Like even if you are like business owner, employee, whatever, like, and if you are able to master like a calendar, you're going to get extremely far in life. Like, uh, athletes like the best ones like our masters of their cal- calendar and understand that it's okay if you suck at the beginning like uh, <laughs> but just get better at it and if you practice for a year or two years you're gonna be so grateful that you mastered this one uh, especially a lot of people are like oh i hate the idea of using a calendar i'm a free spirit or whatever and it's like right. okay okay but understand that discipline brings freedom and uh, eventually you want to be able to, I don't know, like, uh, like, oh, I'm a free spirit. Okay. Like, why don't you go into, for vacations for the next month? Like, oh, I don't have the money or the time. Ha ha. You would have it if you, if you actually plan for things. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm still getting better at it. Uh, but yeah, I, I really discovered that that has been a game changer for me the last year or two years. Uh, yeah. Last year, I think like not two years ago, I was not that productive. And that's the first one. And the second one is just choose uh, a skill, choose the skill that you're going to need for, for business. And the one that you really want to master that can be sales, that can be copywriting, that can be, for example, traffic, that can be networking. There, there are a lot of skills that you can have, but they normally have to do with influence, like, and choose a skill that you want to hone down that has influence um, in it. It's like, if you're an entrepreneur, like, yeah, you're, you're going to need to like learn how to be very influential, but there are a lot of ways that you can express that. Yeah. That can be, for example, by being really good at sales, uh, but being, being, by being really good at copywriting, by being really good at, for example, networking. And that, that's why some, like some people like, Oh, how did you like create a business that's so big? It's like, oh, okay. I like got a lot of affiliates and JV partners and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's extremely interesting. Like you're actually, your job is like to network. And it's like, aha. Uh-huh. But oh. yeah, whatever, like whatever way, like learn influence and learn a way to apply it. Those two, you have to choose one. Like uh, you, you cannot be the, the best traffic person and also the best copywriter and, and whatever. You can be like really good at one and decent at and another one. And but yeah, like all of them, you cannot. Focus, so, yeah. in. Focus in on those two. Get uh, good at mastering your calendar and pick a business skill with influence. I like that. Absolutely yeah. good stuff. All right, Andreas, if, uh, if folks wanted to uh, learn more about you and, and your skills and, and what it is, uh, all the goodness that is, Andreas Roario, is that so? Yeah, <laughs> where would they Where would they find you at? So you can find me, uh, like the easiest way to reach out to me are like in my social media profiles, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn are the, the best one. I think especially Facebook, LinkedIn, I, ch- I don't check it that often, but I, I do check it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's facebook.com slash andres.roaro and LinkedIn. I don't know if I think the handle is very similar, uh, okay. but 
But yeah, like uh, if you search for my name, I'm pretty sure that you can find me. Uh, right. There are not a lot of people with my name. so <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I will make sure the, uh, the links to that are in the show notes for you. Any final thoughts before we let our audience go? Thanks a lot, Tracy. Uh, this, this has been a really nice chat. So yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> I definitely appreciate your time, Andreas. Thanks so much. Thanks to you, man. All right, there you have it, my dark horse friends and family. Andreas Roaro dropping some international knowledge bombs for us. Here's a few thoughts I walked away with. Thought number one, here is another example of getting started by Googling. Yeah, you heard, you've heard a few of our guests get started this manner, finding their way via the search engines of either yesteryear or today. Andreas, along his path, found the key for him was being able to persuade people to buy. And in that online, you need to learn copywriting. He found that most successful businesses online had their copywriting on point. So that drew him to that path. Even though it really wasn't his passion, he realized if you want to learn the business, you have to learn the fundamental skills that support the business. Thought number two, learn to communicate with your audience. Write and communicate your message in a natural, succinct format. <laughs> Stop trying to inflate your own ego by writing with those huge words that are really not necessary and perhaps even slowing down the comprehension of the very person you're trying to share your message with. Stop using 27 words when you can say it in 20 or 7 or 2. Be effective and be efficient in your communication. Your audience will appreciate it. Thought number three, understand persuasion. Understand how you can ethically persuade your audience. Now, to do that, you're going to have to understand your audience. So you're going to have to be willing to take a strong stance on topics. Usually that's probably why you're an entrepreneur in the first place, because you have a strong stance. Um, you're going to have to step in and get small wins. You're going to have to adjust your rate of speech or the type of writing to mirror and match that of your audience, even if it means being a little unprofessional in the process. Um, unless, of course, your audience is 110% professional. Lastly, be sure to take into account how your audience prefers to consume their information. Thought number four, listen. Almost enough said here, but let me give you a little bit more. In writing and everything else in your business, be sincerely curious and do your research. So basically, you could say that that's listening in advance of the writing or presenting your information or offer. And then thought number five, what lessons from one part of your life or one part of your business can you apply to other areas of your business or your life or in other businesses entirely? I mean, if you learn something amazing in your business, like, oh, I don't know, the power of listening in relationships, right? Well, then perhaps you need to apply that same learning to other parts of your life, like your relationships. Just saying. What ideas or inspiring tips or thoughts resonated with you today? Whatever they were, take some time and put them into action. Go out there, run your race, get your results, and let me hear about them. Seriously, email me, Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com, and share the tips or ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results you gained from them. Now, on our next interview episode, our guest is going to be Larry Normala, who Larry is the owner of Artistic Editions Tattoo, and he's currently documenting his journey to become 
a billionaire? This is a guy I want to hear from, right? How about you? Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from this podcast and the guests that we're lucky enough to get on. So come on down there, hit subscribe, drop us a five-star rating, leave us a quick review. Is there somebody you'd like us to interview? Let us know in the review. Send me an email, however you want to let me know about it. And perhaps you want to get to know us on a little more intimate level, come on over to the Dark Horse Tribe, our Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and in that uh, search bar up there, type in Dark Horse Tribe and you should find us right at the top. If for some reason that's not working, go to your favorite web browser, type in darkhorseschooling.com slash dark horse tribe hit that enter key and that should take you straight there come on in and join us get to know us on a little deeper level and of course you don't want to keep all this entrepreneurial g-o-l-d all to yourself share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it and with that i'm going to leave you as i always do think successfully and take action thank you for listening to the dark horse entrepreneur podcast Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.